Welcome if this is your first time, and welcome back if you guys listen to our pilot episode. This is a crazy little thing called, and we are your host. I am Mr. Teej. And it is Natalie. And this is a podcast where crazy becomes relatable. Yes, yes it is. And in today's episode, we are hopping into our self-care bag because it is the beginning of the year with an episode titled, Health is the New Well. Mm, preach. <laughs> okay. But before we jump into that, I want to check in with my co-host and see how she is. So, Miss Natalie, how was your week? What is going on with you in these streets you know i would say that 2022 is off to a great year and i'm not going to discount it because i feel like it is um but in particular for this week i feel like it's been okay um i don't know if it's mercury in retrograde or something like that but my energy level has been mm, Okay. We're gonna say eh. Yeah. Okay. That means um, low, right? Mm, ah. mm, yeah. Um, but I have had a special visitor that made my week just great. So um We're not using a name, right? No, uh-huh. Right. Okay. So uh <laughs> this week I will say like overall it has been, you know, pretty okay. What about you? For me, I feel like the word of the week for me has been flexibility. Mm, speak it. Okay, because Jesus' work annoyed the fuck out of me this week. Um, other people annoyed the fuck out of me this week. Other people? Uh-huh, we're oh, not using those names either. Interesting, take a sip of crazy cocktail that we'll get into in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like flexibility because sometimes, you know, things change and you have to adjust. Exactly to what you thought you knew you were going to be doing mm. with work, relationships, friendships, all that good stuff. So yes, flexibility for me. Other than that, it has been good. I am excited about I've scheduled my first therapy appointment in I don't know how long. So that'll be fun and interesting to jump back into that. Mm. So yeah, that has been my week. Oh, I, I went to the dentist. Um, that shit hurt. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, good week, good week. Okay, that's fair. Well, before we get into that, because we do want to talk more about just all of your little adventures throughout the week and Thanks. just kind of how it correlates to what we're talking about today, um, we do want to let you guys know just what we're sipping on tonight. Yes, so, it is a Natalie pick, guys. Natalie pick. The crazy cocktail of the week comes courtesy of Nat Crazy so cocktail. So, as you guys know, this theme for this episode is health is the new wealth, which I think we kind of like alluded to a little bit during our like pilot episode that like I am um, <clears throat> a healthy drinker. I, somebody told me today that that's not that's not true. Um, but we're just gonna like that. Someone was not me. <laughs> we're just gonna I, go I into it like. He told me you couldn't be a healthy drinker. And I said, uh, yes, you can. Anywho's. So our crazy cocktail for this episode is one of my favorites. Actually, it is my all-time favorite. Um, and it basically is a vodka 
seltzer with mm-hmm. a splash of crystal light. So for this episode in particular, we are using the deep elm vodka. And so I think TJ, isn't it like locally? Dallas. It's Dallas. Okay. Dallas. So Deep Elm is um, originated in Dallas and it's a pretty good wine. I think it's like 80%, so 40 proof. 40 proof. Yeah, 40 proof. 80%. And so it's pretty tasty, nice and smooth. And I like to pair that with a truly lemonade. And so this time I got the variety package that I think is like watermelon or original strawberry and mango but it's like all lemonade based and then i like to add an extra splash of crystal light and so again that is like zero like carbs zero like sugar zero just calories wise it's just you know acting in it my favor it does it does i don't know for sure yet y'all ain't tried it so <laughs> Mix all that together and you get a nice, delicious buzz, but for low cost, low cost calorie wise, low cost carb wise. And just like, I feel like you feel good about drinking, which you probably shouldn't. But I mean, we'll talk about that later, too. Do you have a specific name for this concoction here with this combination of flavors and stuff entangled entangling together now you're putting me on the spot okay so in mine particular i put the vodka i put that crystal light which is i think the blackberry lemonade and then the specific truly that i use was watermelon and i hate watermelon but let me tell you it is delicious altogether combined i would call this the I wish I could see this face. Because <laughs> when he puts me on the spot, I just don't understand. I don't know. Uh, I literally just like a vodka seltzer. I mean. Okay, so she will have a name for this by the time we post this on our socials on Wednesday. Everybody, so make sure you're following us so you can get that recipe uh, before the episode and all that good stuff. Just um, know that it's tasty. Exactly. And... So now I am going to try this drink <laughs> because... I am going into this blind. I don't know how this tastes. I feel like I've tried one of her vodka seltzers before and didn't hate it, but I've never tried this specific combination. So here's the moment of truth for me, everybody. I'm gonna take this sip. Okay, you know what? That is not bad at all. Okay, fair. I could drink that. I could. There's no like aspartame yeah. like, taste afterwards. Cause I feel like that's what a lot of people like like complain about. Like there's that aftertaste. Yeah, yeah the aftertaste of just like sugar but not sugar type yeah. of deal. Okay. Okay, you know what? I was I was definitely apprehensive because of all the healthy stuff there. But I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this. I can deal. Okay. So hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Make sure you comment below either our drink post or the episode post and let us know what you think of this drink if you do decide to give it a try. And on that note, because obviously every conversation is a great drink or a crazy cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump into this, Miss Natalie, which we, with an episode, like we said, titled Health is a New Wealth. So I want to let Natalie take this because she's the healthy one. Now I said the cat. Which I think Mr. Teach knows that he's healthier than he thinks. Um, But I definitely will be the person just to kind of further explore like what health looks like to all of us, like 
as we are entering this year of 2022. She driving the boat, Joe. Um, driving the boat. So <laughs> I guess that probably would be a good question just to kind of start off with in regards to like what health or good health means to us. And so I know earlier this week we had posed a question in regards to just like what does good health mean to our followers? And we got a pretty good amount of responses in regards to like what health looks like to them. Yeah, it was a rounded, a it was rounded, rounded response. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think kind of just going into this, I was talking with, um, T- I was about to call him TJ because I call him that all the time. <laughs> I was talking to Tedrina. That's actually okay. what I call him. <laughs> I was talking to Mr. Teach and we kind of like came about like health is very subjective in regards mm-hmm. to like the each individual person. And so like to me, I feel like health in a whole is separated into multiple categories. And so mm-hmm. that might look like physical health emotional health, social health, spiritual health, personal health, financial, which kind of can go into like work or um, just career wise. But in regards to just like what health looks like for each individual, I feel like, again, it's very subjective. And so, Mr. Tej, what do you feel like health looks like for you? Ooh, for me, I guess it's always like the two main ones, I guess, for me have always been like, physical and then mental because I feel yeah. like they obviously coincide with each other because I feel like a lot of things start in the mind you know why didn't I not even even like mention mental and that's my whole right and you're a whole yeah. therapist okay and that is very important to me as well okay continue <laughs> I'm gonna let you continue so yes I feel like for me specifically I acknowledge that the areas that you have you know mentioned mm-hmm. I just always felt like the two that always stuck out to me were mental and physical Fair. um because, it, like, like I said, if your mind's not right, then nothing else follows behind. Um, so I've always prioritized mentally, whereas, you know, like, like I just said, I'm going into getting back into therapy and just being able to release a lot of those things mentally that, you know, block you um, mentally and emotionally. Because what, what? What can you do if your mind ain't right? You know. Let me tell you, if you look into my little um, <clears throat> biography when I like kind of like pose myself as a mental health therapist, literally that is kind of like my purpose in regards to doing what I do. I feel like mentally, if you not if you're not where you're wanting to be. Mm-hmm. It blocks you from being able just to pursue anything yeah. out of any other goal that you might have, like for yourself. And so, yeah, no, I do agree with Mr. Teej in that regards. Because I feel like, yeah, mentally is where your goals start. You got to yeah. think about it to achieve it. So whether that be, I want to save money, like, which is one of my goals for this year. Like, I have to think and believe that I can actually do said thing. Or if I want to lose right. weight, you know, like getting into the gym, it's all a mental process. So I feel like if that one's not there, then what is like, right nothing else will follow your mindset matters completely exactly. definitely and so i mean kind of getting more into that in regards to just some of the answers we received from our followers which huge shout out to you guys by the way because we really appreciate the feedback this is kind yeah. of like a 
first time dive in for myself and Mr. Tej, and we do so much appreciate the support and just appreciate you guys interacting with us. And so a lot of you guys mentioned just kind of in my regards, just about what does good health mean to you? You identify just the aspect of physical health, um, emotional health, mental health, and spiritual health. And I, like I said, I feel like the definition of good health is very subjective. And it, it was interesting to me to see kind of what health meant to you guys. And exactly, specifically. And, you know, uh, a, a lot of you guys kind of focused on one category. Um, as opposed to another or just kind of like it was opposite. It was just very interesting to kind of see the responses that we got. And I really appreciated it. And I think that it's super important because I don't think there is a specific answer to what health means. Yeah, and it's no more right so exactly yeah. it's more so kind of like what is the right fit for your own like life in general. So, so what what would you say good health, good health is to you? Since you asked me and put me on this That is very true. So what what is it to you? Before we get into some of our follower answers and stuff, what do you think? I feel like for me right now, my emphasis on health has really been on physical, emotional, mental, and social. Okay. So I feel like those are the four categories that I'm really focusing on. But then again, like I said, like the financial and the work aspect of it, I feel like it kind of is a subcategory of the ones that I mentioned. And so okay. a lot of these things overlap. I, I feel like, you know, again, it just, it, it really depends on your specific goals for your life for that moment in time. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you want to read some of the responses that you got before we get into a little diving yeah so like i was mentioning earlier like a lot of the responses that i got was more so physical health was probably top um as well as mental and then i had somebody mention spiritual health too and when they kind of just further define as to what that meant by good health they kind of mentioned just kind of like finding the specific diet that is okay for them in regards to all of those categories or just being happy in regards to all of those categories. And so again, happy or the specific diet that's very subjective to like who you are as an individual and kind of where you're at in your life. But it sounds like overall, those are the specific categories that people focus on in regards to like health and good health for them specifically. What about you? Okay. Okay. So I think the the takeaway since I did earlier the word that would describe my week the word that I would think described the responses I got was balance. Mm. Um, a lot of people, like you said, went with mental and physical, at least in my uh, regards. And so some people said it doesn't really matter like your appearance, um, but it's how you feel. Mm. You know, so that can be if you feel like you look good, then your physical is good. If you feel like you're mentally strong, then that's so like, it goes back into the whole subjective thing. Some people yeah. said listening to your body. Mm. So being able to like sit and be like, oh, if something's hurting, you know, being able to take care of that and prioritizing actually doing that. Right. Um, some people said just truly feeling happy. So I guess that would go more so with the emotional aspect, but it could also be the the mental, if you feel mentally happy. If you feel like you're happy with the way your body looks, then that's healthy to you. Um, 
I had some other people actually kind of break down some stuff. <laughs> I guess this would be more physical, like <laughs> not huffing and puffing when you're going up the stairs. <laughs> Let me not get started. Because, <laughs> you know, well, see, I live on the second floor. So, you know, I do that daily and it's not fun, but I make it work. Um, taking vitamins, staying hydrated. So those more so go into the physical health aspect. Yeah. But I, again, it's all about the balance of finding the proper balance of all those categories that you listed what works for you. Right, absolutely. I feel like kind of as Mr. Tej was going into just like specific practices that focus on each category, I think like a lot of people are really trying to identify which category is important to them at this moment, as well as just trying to figure out how can we practically, you know, incorporate these goals, tasks into our daily lives, which is super hard because, you know, we live it in a panorama as, you know, our lovely, um, what, what shall I call them? Ooh, I the read. Oh. They, they are our lovely, just kind of like, I want to say inspiration. Inspiration. Yes. I feel like that's kind of the first podcast we both jumped into. Absolutely. Right? Like, I mean, Crystal and Kid Fury, I need <laughs> child. But yes, as they would call it, any P word under the um, Merriam-Webster <laughs> <laughs> dictionary. Yes. So as we are living in this um, Panini, Ponderosa, ah, we are like coming into just more barriers in regards to actually putting action to our our goals for our self-care because it's just so hard it's so like I know hard specifically for me like at work we have a gym mm -hmm. and so obviously you would want to take advantage of that right? right right except for the fact that like while you're in the gym you have to wear a mask do you know how hard it is to run <laughs> with a mask on well, you can barely breathe through the mask but you're now required <laughs> you're now required to wear that wa wait y'all have to wear mask in orange theory we did and they asked us if we wanted to or not um but then they stopped it because then they start putting like like spaces in between okay. each equipment, but it was just like, do I wear a mask or not? Like then people are gonna look at you differently. That's another thing, just stigma <laughs> in regards to, I know I am boosted, vaccinated, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And if I don't wear a mask, I feel guilty. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I mean, I, I, I oh, don't get me started in the shoulds, but it's just like, should I feel guilty or not? Because I'm taking all the precautions that I need to to mm -hmm. protect myself and like not wearing them at any who's. See, now that's affecting your mental health. Exactly. See, exactly. <laughs> so that's adding to the stress. Which is, this whole it. pandemic thing is really, I, I will say that it has affected the way, and I don't want this to become a pandemic episode, but it has definitely affected the way that we look at health. Right, right. I think in all regards, because in, in certain aspects, like we just said, it's harder to work out now because you're, for a while, gyms were closed. Right. And then now they're back open, but it's like there's these stipulations, you gotta wear a mask. And then now it's like the, the quote unquote shame of you don't wear a mask. And it's like, now you're feeling guilty and it's making your mental health not necessarily suffer, but it's bringing up anxiety. Like, should I be doing this? Like if, but I know I'm covered and stuff like that. So I guess the thing I will ask you is what are some of the things that you are currently doing now that have changed because of the pandemic? Or what is what are some things that you implemented because of the pandemic to protect your health besides wearing a mask which, and getting vaccine? Yeah, vaccinated <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I, 
I guess the first thing that comes to mind is in regards to like what I've changed, I guess kind of falls under the physical aspect because mm-hmm. I kind of think like as TJ alluded to earlier, and I think we mentioned in the first pilot episode, mm-hmm. um, I am a huge fan of Orange Theory and I was working out there pretty like actively like Mm -hmm. i mean very actively and i love orange theory i think like as like the pandemic really kind of started to pick up and whatnot i kind of strayed away from working there and trying to see other ways that i can still just get the physical kind of activity that Mm -hmm. i have like planned for my day in without physically going there so um there's this youtuber that i started watching i want to say her name is like grow with joe or glow with joe um she is freaking amazing and she has these videos that are on youtube that are like no equipment or some of them are no equipment but most of them (laughs) and you can literally just do them wearing whatever you want in your bedroom just first thing when you get up and it's just so convenient and I really feel like I use my Apple Watch but I feel like I burn a similar amount of a like similar amount of calories um when I'm doing her workouts as I would for Orange Theory and so it definitely has been a switch for sure since the pandemic and so that has been helpful um social wise too I feel like I feel like I haven't been out as much but that's a whole another story because I'm broke broke (laughs) Um, but I think social wise too like I've been more cautious about not going out as much just because Mm -hmm. like with my job and just like wanting to be by my family i don't want to put them at risk even though like i'm vaccinated boosted all that good stuff wearing a mask it's like you're still kind of like mm. it's the anxiety of what like the like what if yeah right so what if like okay yes i want to go out with my friends and i want to have this good time but it's like okay what do i have? it's almost like what do i have to sacrifice <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> to exactly. Do it. It's like, okay, if I go on my friends, I can't see my family because what if I bring something home? And It's know. so much anxiety. It definitely yeah. is. And I feel like kind of lastly, just for sure, the pandemic has kind of impacted work for me. And mm-hmm. so my work, I think I mentioned this um, in our pilot episode that I am practicing as a licensed professional counselor. And so I normally see a lot of my clients in office, in person. And so since the pandemic, of course, that has shifted just with um, offering like telehealth virtual visits. And so I feel like that has been a struggle for me too, because after like specific holidays or, you know, just specific events, I have to really structure if I'm going to just see mm-hmm. clients yeah. virtual for two weeks after just to not put myself at risk. So like in particular, like after Christmas, I was like, mm, do I want to go back in the office? Like, because I know Sorry a lot of people. That. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know like I was just around my family but so um, other and other people <laughs> were around their family. And like, do we want to come back together as well as I do see a lot of, you know, people who are still in the public education. And so mm-hmm. don't get me started on Texas education education um they're operating (laughs) in person a lot and so that again is another like 
you know, thing to just consider. And so for sure, I think the um, Panini has for sure just kind of shifted how I'm able to upheld uphold upheld uphold mm-hmm. <laughs> my my goals just for the um like specific categories that i have in my life whether that be work or physical emotional mm-hmm. mental all that good stuff definitely affects your financial and work <sighs> because if you can't make a living and then like the the fact that like all the categories that you listed earlier like they're also interconnected Exactly, exactly. Because your work, like your work health or whatever like that, like has been affected by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so now because your work health is affected and you aren't able to provide the exact same services or some people don't feel comfortable doing those things, that affects your financial. And so now because you can't provide yeah. financially, it's like it affects your mental health because you're, then your anxiety goes up and stuff like that. That is a great, great <laughs> point to bring out. <laughs> exactly. And I, I feel like so many people feel that and so i guess th- these are the times where taking care of your mental mm-hmm. um definitely come into play because again like we said at the beginning of the episode it's like your mental kind of determines everything right you know like if the mental's not right then the physical will fall if the physical falls then the the work could fall the financial could fall all that stuff so specifically for me like i feel like because of not even just because of the pandemic, but just one of the goals this year that I said that I wanted to, you know, kind of emphasize was taking more time for self, mm-hmm. whether that be taking time for myself mentally or taking time to prioritize my physical health. Um, those are two of the things specifically that I was just like, you know what? And I guess social as well, because I feel like because of the pandemic, like I haven't seen as many of my friends, like we're right. lucky enough that we live together. So I got to see you every roomies for lifers not for life but for now um, <laughs> so been lucky that at least i get to see one friend all the time but it's like there's so many friends i have you know we have a friend that's in the healthcare field like sometimes going around them i'm like yeah. right you know and then also like not being able to travel with friends and stuff like that so that's affected my social uh health because i'm like i miss these people but i can't see them so I think the thing that I've tried to prioritize is just making sure that I don't let all these other factors affect the mental yeah. um, health part of it. And so like taking time for self, like like on every I've established now every Sunday and every Thursday, I block off two hours just to myself to do self-care. When I tell you he is so like <laughs> particular about those hours. Literally if four I... to six, four to six. Do not bother me at and I'd be home, y'all. And mind you, like, again, he said he lived on the second floor. We just got a two-story house. So <laughs> I'm on the first floor and he's on the second. I will see him come down and it just be like, mm-hmm. he Bro, is in his mode. I am there. I come down looking like Uncle Phil, <laughs> <laughs> head glistening, ready to pour up another drink. Because one thing I'm going to do, I'm about to, I'm going to shave my head and my beard. I'm going to take a nice shower jamming music which i envy because this nigga really be specific he, <laughs> i am i'm not he, specific i'm intentional he is intentional that's that the word. Is the that perf- is the word yeah. that's the perfect word yes mm-hmm. he is very intentional and i'm envious because mm-hmm. i need to be intentional about a lot of things um and i'd be looking at him like damn and see you go <laughs> i'll be trying um but see and okay then i can shoot this back to you because i feel like in the way that i'm intentional about my self-care i feel like she is intentional about her physical activity 
like in the fact of like it, it'd be the most weird like so whenever she has a client and she <laughs> takes the client downstairs in her room she'll close her door because obviously you know i'm not supposed to be hearing all that stuff which i don't all that good stuff but then there'll be like times where I'll come downstairs because I like to sleep in part of my physical self-care. <laughs> because yes, rest. And I can't. <laughs> yeah, she can. But I'll come downstairs at like nine and I typically try to ask her the night before, like, oh, what is your schedule like? So I can make sure I ain't making all kinds of noise and shit and messing up her stuff. She'll be like, oh, I don't have anyone till two. Oh, cool. I'll come downstairs at nine, her door is closed. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing now? I'm like, well, I'm gonna just be quiet. Maybe somebody picked up. And then I come back down at like 11 and I'm like, oh, did you have a client? Oh no, I was doing my stretching videos. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey. So that's what I meant about kind of having to take that switch with like physical aspect and not being able to go to Orange Theory as often as I would like, but supplementing it with things that I can do at home, which has been difficult because the motivation aspect for sure has lessened because you're not actually going out somewhere and not being directed by somebody else. And it's like the self-discipline aspect has to be for sure on you. Um, But like I said, the, the, the grow with Joe, glow with Joe, I can't for the life of me remember what specifically her handle is, but she is amazing. And I just, I just have so much fun like doing her videos. And I mean, it's just, been a great time and i just hop in the shower right after because i'm in my room <laughs> oh, well, yes. so yes my door is closed exactly exactly and i'm over thinking she's having a client she's up there mind you my cat is looking at me like why are you moving like that why are you breathing like that because mm-hmm. she is not used to this either mm-hmm. oh funny story so the thing, obviously, she's mentioned before, like having to change the telehealth visits, she'll have, we have offices here. And so if she's in her office with her door closed and Bella's not in there, it like, I'll either be, because now I'm working from home as well. Like I'll sit on the couch in my little upstairs living room or whatever, watching TV or whatever. And you just hear Bella meowing, which I'm really surprised she still hasn't made her appearance on here. She's been Not meowing. She is like begging her life for me to open mm-hmm. this door. But the way she does it, once she realizes that the meowing doesn't work, she will throw <laughs> herself. And so I'm over here thinking shit's falling in the house or something. <laughs> and it's just her. And okay, so I know Bella don't really like people like that. No, so if I get up and be like, are you okay? She just runs away. And so there's no way to help this child. And so that is a new a new thing we've had to adjust to um, here because this, yes. Okay, sorry. Literally went off topic. But yes, that is something that we deal with. Back to health. Back to health. I think one of the things that I guess has been... That we, I guess we don't talk about as much when it comes to health and things like that. Specifically, I guess I'll speak for me, like with, or specifically for me, but black people, black men in general, is like when we, some of the things that I currently do now, as far as like physical um, health and taking care of myself and as well as mental, it's like this taboo thing, like saying you're going to therapy, like I, for the longest time, because I've been to therapy before and stuff like that, but we shy away from saying stuff like that. And it's the weirdest thing ever. And I think it took me just really being able to sit and prioritizing 
my mental health and being like, I don't give a fuck what the other opinions are if I know that from experiencing it and also having a friend that's in it. Mm, absolutely, because <laughs> I can definitely speak for colored individuals. And yes, wow. I brought it back. You went uh-huh. 60s on this But um, <laughs> POC, <clears throat> okay. people of Bipoc. color. <laughs> Bipoc. Yeah, yeah, that word. Black um, people. <laughs> I think it's super important, especially for you guys, just to just take control of your mental health. I mean, I feel like it's been hard for me as just like a mental health professional of color because I'm operating in a not people of color world. And especially like kind of where I'm at now, even though they are precious, I love them. They're very supportive. It's just different because I am the only like person who looks like me in my field where I'm at. And, you know, it's hard to be able to bring in other people who look like me in this field where I'm at because there's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that I like have a best friend that is able just to, you know, like embrace like mental health is super important. And so I definitely, you know. What would it look like if I don't believe in what you do? Exactly. You coming home with me. You know what? We would be it would, this at podcast war. podcast would not be happening. Or we would it would be, be a at very war. different podcast. Because child. Right. And so that, I feel like what I will, the tidbit or the thing that I feel like I will stress the most to people listening is like, don't neglect your mental health. Hmm. And I feel like a lot of people will, when when we say what is good health a lot, some people, I'm not going to say a lot because the responses we got weren't, but other people will literally focus on just the physical aspect of health. Right. And right. it's like, oh, I'm in the gym. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But it's like, okay, your body is right but your mind is shit (laughs) (laughs) so it's like are you really healthy because something some that you know like they say the issues in the tissues like some things are deep embedded within you when it comes to (laughs) don't they say mind body and soul exactly so make sure you're taking care of of your mental as well and then i think like for me again going back to the intentionality is or specifically for black men like i remember growing up it was the weirdest thing to take a bath, like an actual bath. Like, like, like that wasn't a thing. You were, mm. it was like a, not, I don't want to say weakness, but it was like you, you, you sitting in a bathtub, like take a shower. Like why, why you, why you doing uh, that? Yeah. Like it was one of those Because things. bath is more so like self care. Oh, like and a fem- it, was, I get it you. was seen as a feminine thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the first time, because I, even, I think growing up, we only had, I think the bathroom that my dad used only had a shower. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a bathroom. So I never saw baths growing up. And I think the first time that I saw a bath and what kind of shifted my perspective was, mm, don't laugh at me, Run's house. <laughs> when Rev Run would end every episode, he'd in be sitting in that bath <laughs> and he would be just writing his little letter and narrating the Get end by. of the episode. And I was just like, that's Get interesting. Out. And it, I mean, but it's crazy because you don't like how many times, honestly, growing up for you, I know you being a woman, but how many times did you see men take baths? Exactly. Insert cricket here. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that was, that skewed my perception of it. Fair. And then 
taking a bath, it always just seemed very dirty to me because you land yeah, in your, yeah, in your, in your funk. Yeah. Exactly. And so it took me, I was listening to another podcast. Um, shout out to Debbie Brown for dropping gems. But she was talking about how like baths or the way that she takes baths isn't for cleaning, it's for restoring. Mm. And so she would say how like she would take a shower first and then the bath was the self-care portion. And I never thought of it that way because I always thought like if I take a bath I'm about to be laying in my phone so I think one of the things that has helped with uh, as a physical self-care practice is I'll take my shower first with a little drink well no I don't t- okay no I don't bring a drink in the shower <laughs> <laughs> I drink before the shower because I'm doing my shaving and stuff like that yeah. take my shower to actually get clean <laughs> and then after I take my shower I'm gonna be a nice hobby Bath. I put me some Epsom salt in there, make it smell good. I even have my little, uh, what's that place called? Bath and Body Works aromatherapy candle burning. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I just chill. I got my music on, some nice R&B playlist and whatnot. And I just chill. And it is the, it's the stillness of all of it yeah. that really just feels like, <sighs> like which, you know. Which I feel like females can like, that too in regards to taking a shower first and then being in the tub because have y'all always done that no oh <laughs> like I said, when i take a like a, a bath like so especially for me and my family we would if we had to take a bath we would take a bath but it wouldn't be an enjoyable aspect of it it would just be more of a i need you to get clean and then we would clean the tub after we take a bath so it's mm-hmm. just like it, there's no enjoyable aspect yeah. to it. So I like that. I like that. Just type, maybe if you're doing it for like a cleansing aspect, you know, take a shower first so that you don't have the dirty aspect the of it. You. And you can just enjoy just sitting in like the warm Epsom salt mm-hmm. aroma. And so I like that. I definitely yeah. do. I feel like, you know, kind of speaking to your taboo aspect of, um, health in general (laughs) yeah I feel like um you know and we kind of talked about earlier just in regards to physical Mm -hmm. for women and you know I'm a black woman so I'm gonna specifically (laughs) y'all should see the way I'm looking at I'm gonna speak specifically to just like how black women and again this is my perspective my subjective kind of interaction experience just with my life and so all. So don't get mad. So don't get mad. you girls like we to know, We know you girls like to <laughs> um, But yeah, so I feel like within the black community, especially as a female, like, <sighs> let oh, me not get started. You like gain an inch. <clears throat> sorry. An Ounce oh, okay. I was like an inch of your hair. Oh, wait. I mean, but you you expand an inch anywhere. Oh, yeah. True. true. But true, if you true. gain an ounce of weight anywhere, your family members <laughs> will come for you. They will be the first people to identify in either direction whether or not you looking healthy or you looking, looking sickly. <laughs> and it's just like... Okay, so, and it makes it harder for black women too because I feel like there's not a specific 
weight that you're supposed to be. Because there isn't a There's not. There's not. And so, and again, you know how they had this whole, like, you know, thing for health in regards to, like, if you're this weight, you should be this you're, amount the, the of, typical like. typical BMI. Yeah, the typical BMI. But that does not go for black women because we are what? Curvy. Yes, y'all are. We are very hippie. We are very bodacious. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, we have a lot of like curves. So the BMI doesn't really accurately like ex- like display like what it is for us to be healthy. So we just use our ancestors to tell us when to stop. But our ancestors are wrong. I'm just letting you know. But anywho, kind of back to where I was Unless you have from. a positive ancestor. That is very true, but that is very rare. I believe it. So... <laughs> I think as a whole, like as a black community, which I feel like we've grown from too, because as individuals have started to like speak up about things. Our um, generation. Our generation. <laughs> shout out because Gen Z, hmm. Which, you know, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z I, I yeah, you're right, I you're right. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Know, you're definitely right. I don't know a lot of them. Um, I, I work with a lot. And you so, on TikTok with a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I do work with a lot of Gen Z. So mm-hmm. I do like them a lot. But I will say for millennials, I feel like the like view of like health, specifically in people of color, um, this generation has shifted in regards to mm-hmm. we're not necessarily viewed as unhealthy or healthy based off of our weight as much as we have been in the past because health is seen as more than just physical. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, emotional, mental, social, mm-hmm. spiritual, all that good stuff. It's, it's like, it's a whole package. Yeah. And like, I can, I can speak for myself. Like I know, like in high school, I was the shit. I was, <laughs> who am I? Untouchable. But when I got to like school, like college more so, and like, um, college after my bachelor's and so when I was in my graduate degree like program she got a massive job it was it was like school focused for me and I didn't think about anything else and so I know for sure I let my physical like just kind of like go to the wayside at that point and which was very tough because I think if my friends if, if anyone knows like my friends knows especially Mr. Teach knows my physical experience is it means a lot to me because I put a lot into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, especially now where I'm at, like my physical appearance, like means a lot to me and I work hard on it. And so I try to balance the priorities in my life efficiently so that I know that I'm like putting as much energy and effort into this category as I am to my mental or my emotional. And so, but a huge part of that transition or to getting to where I'm at is to block off the comments or shall I say unnecessary comments mm. from oh, oh not unnecessary comments ignorant comments and unsolicited ignorant <laughs> is not necessarily a bad thing and unsolicited yes mm-hmm. ignorant is not necessarily a bad thing ignorant is just not knowing so I say that in regards to like people's comments who are not knowing of just kind of like all the things that play into your physical health. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after I just kind of put a pause or <laughs> put the 
the brakes on. Um, <laughs> those comments, I, I've been able to really focus on it and really kind of dive into what like physical health means for me. And I tell you, I really results. feel like I am in the best physical shape of my life. Like, cause I feel like in high school I was tiny, but unhealthy. Like... And see, the, that's <laughs> the craziest thing. Like when you were going back to like family or stuff like that, it's like, they will comment on your physical, physical health. Like, so say right. if you are, if you are, you know, like, oh, you're looking good, you didn't lost weight, da, 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 da. but then it's like, meanwhile, your mental health is dying. going crazy. I am dying mentally, I'm dying care. emotionally, I am <laughs> suffering. Literally. Yes. And then the minute you gain weight, because maybe you have changed your mental, you're like, okay, I'm more comfortable here. And for you, the physical is fine. But right. then you get those comments like, well, you're gaining weight, but I'm literally mentally and I feel the best Better. that I am. Mm -hmm. But just because I don't look like what you expect doesn't mean that I'm unhealthy. Exactly it what literally you said. means it all it's more of a well-rounded picture of health. Exactly. I'm yeah. balanced, which the word of the day, balance. But like you said, <laughs> it's like if it's not fitting to the ideal that you have in your head of mm -hmm. what health or physical health means, mm -hmm. it means that something is off. No, 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 no. Going back to what we said, health and good health is it's very subjective. subjective. Yep. It, it's different for each individual. It's different for each, like, you know, cultural being, for each, Literally. like, like generational being, whatever the case may be. It's so different. But... It doesn't, ooh, not but, and, and. <laughs> and it doesn't discount just kind of how differing cultural individuals or differing like um, generational. generational individuals, yeah. their comments like affect you either. Yeah. Because like you said, like you were getting all this, all the quote unquote comments from people, family, whatever like that. Mm -hmm. But you said the minute that you were able to just like block those out, i.e. setting boundaries, which is definitely <gasps> something that goes into social, like, the social aspect yes. of health, you were able to increase right. your physical health, right. which in return increased your mental health. Absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. everything, again, it's all connected. And I think the thing that we want to emphasize specifically here is health is subjective mm -hmm. and it's just about finding that balance for balance. you. Right, right. You know, because like what works for Natalie does not work for me and what works for me probably ain't gonna work for you. And I wish we could sit here and tell you kind of like the equation that works for figuring e out. Because does not equal MC squared. It does not. <laughs> it does not. Unless you listen to Mariah Carey's album. It definitely <laughs> does. I wish we could tell you like the specific balance and the specific like, you know, equation that is used to find the balance or like the category in which you should focus on but it's just not that simple and it just really requires you taking time to mm -hmm. self-reflect mm -hmm. and figuring out what specifically your like life as a whole mm -hmm. like means to you and what you need to mm -hmm. work on and we ain't gonna sit here and preach no I, absolutely because no but i will say Amen. <laughs> i will say for me like this i feel like right now like my the intentionality of what I am doing to better my physical and mental health is the first time I've gotten to this place. And it's taken a million different tries and finding that combination of things that work for me. Right. Like it initially started like with me and doing my self-care Sundays, because everybody says self-care Sundays is a thing. It typically follows 
Um, oh, Sunday Funday, you know? Um, <laughs> actually, if they follow Sunday Funday, that'd probably be stressful. But self-care Sundays, like, I, <laughs> people always say, like, you hear everyone saying, so I was like, okay, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to take Sunday to do, I think, I don't know what I started doing initially. I was just like, I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to drink a glass of wine because that's what it is. And I feel like the thing that it evolves over time, because now I've realized what I can add to that Sunday. Like now it's, you know, I shave and then I shower and then I take a bath and then I, you know, drink my wine or whatever. But then because when you're in this, for me, customer service related field, it's like, I need to prepare myself mentally for this hell of a week I'm about to have dealing with people. Right. But then I was starting to realize that like, I was drained throughout the week. So then I started implementing, okay, I'm gonna do this on Sundays and Thursdays because I feel like I've learned that Thursday was kind of the day that things started to kind of droop for me. So it's all about finding what works for you because what works for you may not work for somebody else and what works for somebody else might not be the model that you need to follow. So just take some time, you know, learn yourself, listen to your body. That was a response that we got. And just make sure that you're doing what you feel is best and quiet the noise of other people, including us, if we're <laughs> telling you the wrong thing. <laughs> just do what you feel is the right thing for you. Right. And we just hope that you would gather that we're literally just saying, be mindful of mm -hmm. where you're at, who you are, take the time to self-reflect and just figure out what works best for you because we are not um, experts mm -mm. on just... We are learning too. Literally. I mean, we are experts in each individual field and, you know, our again, fields. our yeah. fields, but we're not experts on your life. And I tell my clients this a lot. Mm -hmm. You are your own expert of your own life. Mm -hmm. And so when you come to therapy, like I said, specifically in regards to my field, like I'm letting you know that I'm here to supplement just as we are here as a podcast to supplement your life because you are your own experts. You know what it is that you need, mm -hmm. but we're just here to help you maybe get through the week, get through honestly. the week and be open to just like maybe things you hadn't con yeah. like considered before. And so but and if you have some things that you know, maybe we haven't discussed, like drop a comment or <laughs> on our page at Crazy Little Pod on Instagram. Like, let us know some of the things that you're doing when it comes to the categories of self-care and health that you feel like are working, that you feel like people can benefit from. And maybe the next episode or the next self-care episode, we'll discuss it or we'll bring it up because you may be helping somebody else. Yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, make sure you're doing that. And so I feel like that was a that was a good little combo there. I yeah. feel like that that did well. Yeah, well, so with that being said, in the topic of self-care, just in regards to our week in general, I know we have mentioned kind of like in general how our week has been thus far, but I'm curious to know, Mr. Teach, what do you feel like has been helpful for you getting through this week thus far? Mm, getting through the week. I will say <clears throat> specifically this week, I guess two things. One has been the fact that I have a therapy session coming up. That's helped dun, me. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which I'm like nervous and excited for because I mean, meeting new, the first session with a therapist to me is always so 
not uncomfortable, but you know, you get those nerves, but then, ah, I don't know. So I'm it's excited. uncomfortable <laughs> for a therapist too. If I would just give you the opposite, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite you know, kind of perspective, it okay. is very uncomfortable. So I guess we both are. So that might make me more comfortable knowing that we both awkward as shit. <laughs> um, but so yeah, that's got me through the week knowing that you know I have therapy coming, and I'm like, woo. But I will also say that music has definitely this week, because I'm working from home and I have more time to not necessarily be around a lot of people, like music and specifically there is this, uh, so all y'all go check this out, on Apple Music if you have it, they're also on Spotify, R&B Radar, which is R-N-B Radar on Apple Music, they have this playlist that is called uh, I think it's called like songs that made me have the stank face. <laughs> and when I tell you I have been vibing to all of these songs, um, if you follow me specifically on Instagram, I post a lot of random songs that I listen to. And a lot of them this week have come from that because it's a lot of songs that I had never heard before. And so just literally when I just put on the playlist and I be vibing out, I'm just like, okay, this is... I'm jamming here. So that's gotten me through. It's been kind of the thing that has helped me relax and help me in some instances focus when I'm doing other work. But what about you, Miss Natalie? What has gotten you through this lovely week? I feel like for me, for sure, like I definitely relied on just my social connections before this week. Um, I I was about to say, as you guys know, but you don't know right. yet. Um, but I'm really big into family and for sure my relationship is so close to my mom. So just being able to talk to her a, a lot of the times like throughout this week has been helpful. And just my Bella, my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like pets know. And if, any of you like pet owners know like for sure for cats they're just very like i don't like to say antisocial because that's a serial killer but asocial <laughs> low-key bella might and, be <laughs> God, i feel like a lot of people like assume that cats are asocial and just don't like people um but they like their owners so with my mom like just being like there to talk to as well as tj as a friend just being there to talk to um bella has literally had just been like attached to my hip and it has been so super helpful so i feel like like social wise it has been very helpful to just have those like aspects there just kind of get me through the week because i mean this week hasn't been in particularly harder than most but as for me y'all it's just been yet another week and so i feel like that's just kind of you know that's what it that's is. where you are with things mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. well that is good i'm gonna drop a little tidbit in there because i had to say all natalie I'm, I'm calling this now this is our first episode and i know what's gonna happen natalie will be the first person to cry on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> because one, I don't cry, <laughs> and two, she's so emotional that I know it's gonna, especially when we okay. have liquor involved. First I know of all, it's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna dispute that because mm. the term emotional seems like you are not able to <laughs> accurately regulate your emotions, which is not like the same thing. It means that I am more sensitive to 
expressing my emotions through tears. And that is very true because mm-hmm. I tell my clients all the time and I tell TJ all the time too. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with crying because you can cry for things that other than sadness. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I would agree with what he said. Mm-hmm. And if y'all hear it, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm just a human being and I'm just trying to like be authentic and genuine in regards Mm. to like my approach with you know starting this podcast i want you guys to just see the the real us yes and vulnerability exactly that word there which i struggle with i've learned Mm. we're not gonna go on this tangent Uh. of this because that'll be an episode for another time but let us know what it is that got you guys through the week. Drop a comment. Use the hashtag crazy coping. That is C-R-A-Z-Y-C-O-P-I-N-G. Because contrary to what I believed, that does not spell copying. Because copying still has the Y. <laughs> that was something I had to bring up. Um, but yes. Also, yeah, just, you know, take care of yourself, you guys. Because shit is crazy out here. And on that note, we will head out. Bye.